the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and to pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. When God tells us in his word about all the things that he has prepared for us, he's actually presenting us an opportunity to receive and achieve those things that he has prepared for us. The word of God is a handwritten invitation sent by God our Father to you and me, the people whom he loves with an everlasting love to receive and achieve everything that he has prepared for you and me. Things that, according to the word, are rightfully ours. Since the word of God, which by the way is absolutely true, tells me and you that God has those things available and prepared for me and you, we might as well find out what those things are and then do what we need to do to receive and achieve the things that God has waiting for me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do... I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Many, let me do it. There are scientific theologians who are, I mean, astrophysicists and everything else, and all the other big physicists and physicists that, that, that have told us about what the earth was like prior to the flood. One of the most, you know, uh, accepted concepts about the earth before the flood is that there was a, a, a span of water that was above the earth. That, that surrounded the earth that set an atmospheric pressure in the midst of the earth that was a perfect atmospheric pressure that God designed. It was designed in such a way, whereas when man would just move normally, he would exercise. When man would just move normally, he would exercise. He didn't have to do no, he, there were no gyms that he went to. There was no you know, equipment that he purchased. He just lived his normal life. And because of that, because of the atmospheric pressure that existed at that time, it was so perfect that the man, when he would just get up and move through life, he was in total exercise. So because of that, he was in the physical shape different than the one that we are in the physical shape. We are a sediment, sedimentary um, society. We sit all the time. Praise God. And because we sit all the time, you can look at it. They used to call it secretary spread. Hallelujah. Praise God, because they used to sit down, but 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 it ain't secretary spreading on nice America spread. Praise God. Amen. Well everybody's spreading. Praise God and spreading in various directions. Praise God. And the reason why is because how much we be sitting down. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And and once the flood came, that atmospheric thing was changed because the water that caused it that was above the earth is what fell when the rain came. When the rain came, that's what fell down. Praise God, because God broke that and caused that to come. Why? Because he had already decided you ain't going to be living that long no more. 120 years is what I'm going to give you. But you ain't going, 120 more am I going to give you. But yet it changed the atmospheric pressure in such a way whereas man didn't have the physical ability to be able to live as long as he lived back then. 
without additional effort, without additional effort. That means it couldn't be done. It means without additional effort. So man's lifespan changed and began to decline after that. If you notice the numbers of the sons of, of Adam on down, you'll see that basically it was going up and down, but then it started coming down, started coming down. After the flood, it dropped drastically, but yet it's still way bigger than what we would ever think. Turn to Genesis chapter 25. Brought your t- page turn the finger? Good, because you're going to need it. Because I want you to see this in your, with your own eyes. Once again, God didn't put nothing in the Bible for nothing. He put everything in there for, re- for, for a reason, and that's so that you can gain faith. Amen. It's one of the many reasons. We're in Genesis chapter 25. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your magnificent word. Let's look at Abraham, how long he lived. Abraham lived, let's see, Genesis chapter 25, let's begin reading at verse 7. It said, and these are the days of the, of the years of Abraham's life, which he lived a hundred three score and 15 years. 103 score and 15 years. That 103 score and 15 years and, and, and 15 years means 100 and, 170. How, how much is that? 175 years. Yeah. A score is 20. Three scores. Yeah. So he lived 100 and, that's what it is. I had it wrong. 165 years. Then Abraham gave up the ghost and died in a good old age, an old man and full of years. And he was gathered to his people. So here we got 165 years old when he uh, 175 years old when he died, 175. And he lived a good old age. Everybody say old age. age. Now, wait a minute. 175 was considered a good old age. Then we read. 70 to 80 was considered. So we had 175. Go to Genesis chapter 23, please. Let's see Abraham's wife, Sarah. Genesis chapter 23, verse 1 says, And Sarah was 175 years old. These were the years of the life of Sarah. So she died at 175 years old. And Sarah was 175 years old. These were the years of the life of Sarah. And Sarah died in uh, that place. The same as is Hebron in the land of Canaan. And Abraham came to mourn for Sarah to weep for her. Nowadays, people believe that 70 to 80 years is a long life. But when God said, with long life will I satisfy you. He wasn't talking about man's idea of long life. He was thinking of his idea of long life. So here she is at what? 170, 170 and 20. Huh? 127. Chick, 127 years old. She didn't quite make it to him. I guess she the one that had to have all the babies. Praise God. Amen. So anyway. So anyway, she did. He he, homie did. She did 127. Let's go to Genesis chapter 35. Let's look at Abram's son. 
Isaac. Let's look at the son Isaac. 100 and Genesis chapter 35. Let's look at verse 28. It says, in the days of Isaac were a hundred and four score. A score is 20 years. Four score is 80. So he lived 180 years. Isaac lived to be 180 years. We're still talking about fallen man, though. We're still talking about fallen man. 180 years. Turn to Genesis chapter 47. Who didn't have the spirit of God living on the inside of them like us. That quickens your mortal body and makes alive. 147. Here we go. Genesis chapter 47. Have an ear to hear. Verse 28. Remember, now he's doing what they doing what they see. Because they see it and so they live it too. 147. We had Genesis chapter 47. Let's look at verse 28. It says, and Jacob lived in the land of Egypt 70 years. So the whole age of Jacob was 147 years. So Isaac's son, Jacob, lived a long life. He lived 147 years. His daddy, we said 175. Mama, 125, 127. Isaac, his daddy, lived 180. Isaac's son, Jacob, lived 147. Look at Genesis chapter 50, 26. So Joseph died being 110 years old. And they embalmed him and put him in a coffin. So he lived to be 110. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 31. I don't know if you know this, but the numbers are beginning to decrease. Verse 2. Here's Moses. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 2. And he said unto them, I am 120 years old this day. I can no more go out and come in. Also, the Lord has said unto me, thou shalt not go over this Jordan. Now, homie was 120 years when he got fired. He lost his job as being the leader of the children of Israel at 120 years, 120 years old. So here he is 120 years old before he even got fired. You mean he was still working at 120? He was still working, walking, leading in the congregation. He was still pastoring at 120. And if God hadn't fired him, he'd have still been doing it. Amen. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 34. I love the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 7. It says, and Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes were not dim. Notice he didn't die until he got, after he got fired. Until he was no reason for him to be on earth fulfilling the call that God had in store for him. Then he died. Which meant if he hadn't got fired, he'd have kept on living. And Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes was not dim. He had no problem. He didn't have to go to Bosch and Lams or nothing like that. Nor his natural force abated. Which means that thing was working the way it was supposed to. He just didn't have no use no more. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 34. That's where we are. Verse 7. That's the second witness that Moses lived to be 120 years old. How about Moses' brother? Let's check with him. Aaron. Exodus chapter 6. You know, he didn't get fired per se. So let's see what happened to him. We're in Genesis, Exodus chapter 6. Have any to hear? Verse 20. 
It says, and Amram took him, Josephet, his father's sister, to, to wife. And she bare him Aaron and Moses. And the years of the life of Amram was 137 years. Now, that's Amram. 137 years. How many? That's a lie. It was 137 years. Dang, I wanted, I wanted to give you Aaron's, Aaron's, how long Aaron had too. Praise God. I ain't got time. We're over time already. Praise God. But Moses' brother lived longer than Moses did. Aaron lived 135 years. Excuse me, 133. He lived 133 years. What about Joshua? Aaron's replacement. I mean, Moses' replacement. Turn to Joshua chapter 24. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. See, ours come by hearing by the word of God. Theirs came by what they saw. So they saw people living this long. And because they saw people living this long, they believed that they would live that long. We see people dropping at 60, 65, 70 from the time that we children. So we start thinking that's what's going to happen to us. The faith come by whatever way it comes. We in Joshua chapter 24, verse 29. It came to pass after these things that Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being 110 years old. So he died being 110 years old. How many years? Mm-hmm. Once again, notice the number of years declining with each generation. Selah. Think about that. Each year is declining. Until we finally hit songs number 90. Go back over there again. Until we finally hit songs number 90. Go back there one more time. Stanza number 9. For all our days. This is uh, uh, the testimony. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is old. The days of our year are three score and ten, seventy. And if by reason of strength, if we strong enough. Wait a minute, we done read about folk that was dropping kids. Pre-Viagra. When they was 120, 130, 140, 187, one of them was, 180 something. Before they, when they had their first boy. The days of our years are three score and, and ten. And if by reason of strength, they be four score years, eighty. Yet is their strength labor and sorrow, which means that if we ain't got to go through much pain and too much strain and just give up, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Nowadays, people believe that 70 to 80 years is a long life. But when God said, with long life will I satisfy you, he wasn't talking about man's idea of long life. He was thinking of his idea of long life. He's talking about his idea. Now, I ain't got, I, there's, there's a place in the Bible, I got to get it for you, that says that during a certain p- point in our future, children are going to be like 70 years old. What'd you say? You said that's not good? Yeah. She said that's not good. And one of the reasons why she said that, not pointing her out, but I'll just use it is that we've been trained to think that's problematic. 
when the word of God makes it the way that it's supposed to be. But we have seen the way it's been in front of us. And that's what we set for ourselves in our own mind. And as a man thinketh, I grew up in the hood. A lot of people was trained in the hood. Young men especially was trained in the hood. You ain't going to live past 35. And guess what a lot of them didn't do? They didn't live past 35. Because one way or another, they was dead. Say that out loud, please. Because they expected it. Because their expectation. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Or the things that you expect. Faith is what God's substance to what you expect. What do you expect for long life? When the word of God teaches us over and over and over again. Well, that's what the people were living who were not even born again like me and you. Who didn't even have the spirit of the Lord living in them like me and you. And the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord quickens your mortal body. That word quicken means makes alive. And which means as long as it's staying in you, it'll keep making you alive. Until you give up the ghost. Until you give it up. And just let yourself go. But a lot of us say no to long life. And we actually say yes to a short life. Biblically. Because that's what everybody is doing. That's what society does. That's what society teaches us to expect. So that's all we expect. But wouldn't it be something if you had another 70 to go strong? 70 strong years to go. What if you had another, you know, 110 strong to go? How much could you get done with that, knowing as much as you know now? And now have the strength to be able to pull it off and be able to get it done. To the point that you 120 years old still pastoring. And if you don't get fired, you'll just keep on doing it. And you stand up at 147 and say, are you ready for the word? Stand up at a 187 and say, are you ready for the word? Turn with me in your Bible, please. And then be able to have the eyesight to see it too. Not read. Had to get me somebody up there that can read it for me. Read, praise God. I can read it myself. Now, now, now. I didn't believe that a brother from the hood, any other way than illegal, could become prosperous. Because that's what I was trained. That if I want to walk in the real money, I got to do some real illegal stuff. So I commenced to doing illegal stuff so that I can begin to start rolling like that because that's what I believe. That's how it operated in. Then I found out about the Lord and I found out that he died to make me prosperous, that I don't have to be illegal. I can be legal. And so I turned off all illegal activities and began to operate legal. There was a little dip for a second, but it came back strong. And then he came to prosperity. Well, all my needs are met according to his riches and glory. And an abundance beside. 
Because his word is true. It'll do what you believe it'll do. It'll do what you believe it'll do. What do you believe about long life? When the word of God gives you scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture that you're being cheated with 70 and 80. And that they and we got a better covenant than them. See, we don't want to apply it to that. We want to apply it to other things. But what about that? What about that? When the word says that. And if that's what it says, that's what he meant. And he put that on, on there for my admonition, for my mild warning. And part of this warning was, don't look for the less that you see everybody else do. Expect the best that I can give you. Don't look for the less that what you see everybody else do. Expect the best that I can give you. And I can give you life that's long and strong. That far exceeds anything you could ever imagine. Far exceeds. Remember he said I'm prepared to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ever ask or think. Which means that if you can think that. He said, I can do more than that. We can think what they did. He said, I can give you more than that. He already gives eternity. That's on that side. Why can't I have a bigger piece of it on this side? Now, if I couldn't find nobody in scripture where it happened for, then I got no reason to believe it. But if I can find person after person after person, after person, after person, after person that had it, I got a right to receive it. And I don't know about you. I can only speak for myself. I'm going to believe for it. I'm going to receive it. That you're looking at a teenager. looking at somebody that's just wet behind the ears cause I got a whole lot more years coming my way and they're gonna be strong every single day now there are things that we can do to be able to live long life that's rightfully due me and you it's all in scripture Things spiritually, things psychologically, things physically, and things sociologically. Things that are listed in scripture that tells us that you'll receive long life if you operate in this. You'll receive long life if you do this. you have long life. And we're going to look at a few of those for the next couple of weeks. Anybody coming back to hear them? I know I'm going to be listening. Praise God. Amen. Am I looking at some more teenagers in the house too? Praise God. We'll stop right there for today. Well, that's all that we have time for today. Hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Hope even more that you're learning that the promises God made in His Word to us are rightfully ours. Especially since God tells us in His Word that He wants to do those things for those of us whom He loves. So, let's believe God's Word is true and do what He tells us in His Word to do so that He can really do what He wants to do for me and you. Every promise he promises in his word is rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, 
Just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do. I guarantee you. And talking about coming through, I got just a thing for all of you ladies out there to do if you're in or visiting San Antonio this weekend. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. This if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So ladies, if you're in San Antonio and surrounding areas this weekend, come on through and bring a couple of sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Come on and be blessed at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith San Antonio. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.